All right, so here's the situation. I'm in the car, there are four boys in the back and my coach to the right of me, I'm in shotgun and I have been assigned ox and I am absolutely terrified. I have about 87 playlists that I created, each after experiencing a single specific mood that I rarely would, to, would be able to experience again. And I am always terrified as to whether or not people are gonna like my music, if it's gonna play off, if, you know, there's just so much at stake here. Like, what am I going to do? And eventually I decide to land on one of like Spotify's like curated for you playlists uh, so that I could just leave myself out of this whole decision-making situation. And so I start playing it about 20 minutes into the six hour drive to a wrestling tournament in Glen Allen. But that's all kind of beside the point right now. The night before, I was sitting on my couch and crying because I didn't want to go to this tournament. Uh, most of my family was asleep. I had procrastinated packing and I didn't really know what to do and my mom came downstairs and she asked me what I was worried about. And I was like, I don't want to go at this point. There are like two weeks left in the season and I am just not really having a great time. The transition between middle school wrestling to high school wrestling was super, super stark. Like there was so much more competition. Practices were way longer, way harder. There were more tournaments every weekend. It was a workload in terms of sports that I was entirely unexposed to and I didn't really like it and I didn't like it because I also wasn't able to form connections with any of these people on my team. They're all boys. And so I was telling my mom this and you can picture me like freshman year me, which is like equally as short and gay as I am now with like a thousand times less confidence. And I was like, I cannot, like, what do you expect me to do here? Like, I don't, I don't wanna go to this tournament. I don't wanna spend six hours in a car with them. I don't want to send, spend the next two days like sitting in bleachers with them. And she was like, like, calm down, Emma. Like, all you need to focus on is wrestling, right? Like, throw all of that other stuff out the window. You are there to wrestle. Don't worry about these connections, about these boys, just focus on this. I was like, okay, all right. And so I go to bed, only to wake up just about an hour before my alarm and then get to school at bright and early 5 a.m. before splitting up into cards with the rest of my team to head over to Glen Allen. And right before we get onto the highway, my coach pulls over and into a gas station and is like, you know what time it is? And I'm like, I have no idea. And he's like, it's time for you to play music. And I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, yeah, just play something. I'm like, you will not like my music. And he's like, I don't care. Just like something to keep me awake at this godforsaken hour. And I was like, okay. And so I started playing that Spotify playlist. And after we drove out of the gas station, not five minutes later, one of the boys in the back goes, with this type of music, you sound like you'll end up with a guy who doesn't shower. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, and I kind of sunk further into my seat, and I just started thinking about all the food I would eat after weigh-ins. I, I promise you a plain bagel with cream cheese never tasted so good, except after three days of hard cutting, and the moment you step off the scale, 
running to the bleachers and scarfing it down as fast as you can. So that's what I was thinking about. That's what I used to take my mind off of this horrid situation. And so when I'm thinking about this bagel, that's when I notice the car starts to swerve across about three lanes of the highway. And I look at my coach and he looks back at me and he's smiling, but like there is very clearly like some fear in his eyes. And I'm like, what was that? He's like, I don't know. And so we keep driving and we look over and we see on the outbound side of the highway that cars are starting to pull over, are starting to swerve the same way we did, starting to swerve into ditches. And I look up at the streetlights and it's like they're not even made out of metal. They're just kind of like swaying in the wind. And so then my coach decides to pull over. And as we do, the, the wheels underneath the car start to feel like they're almost coming out from underneath us. And when we pull over and we stop, and it feels like the world is still very much moving. That is when everyone in the car realizes at once and says this at the exact same time, earthquake. That was November 28th, 2018, when Anchorage was struck with a 7.0 earthquake. Now, we had just passed the Mirror Lake Bridge, which collapsed during that uh, two-minute quake. And so we were kind of stuck in the valley with a bunch of other people who were also stuck in the valley. And so we made our way and found refuge in the Matsu Regional Hospital parking lot. And there we waited until one of our coach's friends could open up the gym where we would stay at until the highway reopened. And so while we're in this parking lot, uh, everybody starts to get like super antsy. And so we all get out of the cars. And you know, we had planned to spend two nights in Glen Allen. So we all have all this stuff like that we can now do whatever we want with. And so someone like brought out their speaker, we all had blankets and we're just kind of huddled around and talking. And we had food, but we didn't have like a very good assortment of food. Mind you, these are like people 14 to 17 years old that don't really know how to cut and don't really know what to eat after. So it's like really weird yogurt, like old granola bars, but we're all like exceptionally thrilled to be eating something for the first time in a few days. And so with that, like with the food in our stomachs and like the music playing from someone's random speaker in the back of a car, we start to talk and we start to talk about the stories of what happened in the car. Some people uh, talk about how in their car, everyone was sleeping up until the point where they drove to the side of the road and figured out what was going on. Another car, people were joking that they thought it was the heavyweight that was shifting in a seat that was making the car swerve. And so while we're all sharing these stories, we also hear others come in through social media. East Skybridge fell down, South flooded, the sprinklers are going off, um, Bartlett caught on fire. No, it didn't, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. And we all laugh. And then we see the pictures of the tiles from uh, diamond ceiling. We see that picture on Minnesota Drive of the car that's stranded going on the like inbound ramp. And then we see, we all get an alert. It's like, school's canceled till Wednesday. And then everyone cheers. And I'm starting to really enjoy myself with these people that I were, I was like determined to not, I was almost at this point like, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not going to have fun on this trip. I am here to wrestle. And I started to have fun. 
And so eventually we get that gym to open up where we can hang out and it's really just more of the same. People bring out their sleeping bags, we watch Netflix, movies that involve some real critical thinking like Scary Movie and Scary Movie 2. Um, and eventually we get sent to Fred Meyer to get some sustainable lunch food. Uh, one kid bought two, two two liter bottles of Dr. Pepper. Another kid bought a two pound bag of Sour Patch kid, Kids. I myself bought uh, a bag of snap peas and a jumbo box of Cheez-Its. And we get to the checkout line and it's like Armageddon. Like people are stocking up with like carts full of water. Um, just like any food they can grab, like it's a mess. They've opened up the customer service lines for people to check out at and we're all just like having a blast. And so then we get back to the gym and wait there for the next six hours until the highway reopens. And I remember my parents texting me constantly like throughout this entire time, like being absolutely like, oh my God, like where's our daughter? Is she safe? Is she having like a somewhat decent time because she doesn't like any of these people that she's with and stuck with and like has to interact with. And me in classic teenage form barely texted them back because I was having so much fun. And it was a really nice and very unexpected experience to go through uh, that weekend like with the assumption that I'm not here to make friends, I'm not here to make connections, I'm here to wrestle, and then wrestling was taken away from me and I was almost forced to. And after that, it totally changed my perception of wrestling. I didn't even want to wrestle, like, continuing after, like, throughout high school, after my freshman year, until after this weekend, when I really found these connections with these people. And I was really forced to, and I still am in contact with a lot of those people on that trip. And it also enabled me to have, like, be more eager to seek out those connections with these people that I think I may or may not relate to, or I think is unlikely for me to relate to, because it's really not true. Like, there is common ground with these people that I might not necessarily agree with on, like, all terms, but, like, are you ever going to with anybody? And I just really, really enjoyed that trip, and I am so grateful for that earthquake, which is something that was not often a sentence uttered during that week. Thank you.